Welcome to the Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson podcast, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and beyond the veil. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host Lynn Nichols. Lynn is a psychic medium and intuition expert with clientele worldwide. Her specialty is connecting to the other side and showing people how to elevate their intuition to enhance their lives. Lynn's ability to provide specific and meaningful messages makes her one of Canada's top psychic mediums. She does interactive messaging shows, corporate large group intuition training, TV, radio, and podcast guest spots, writes articles, and does private readings. And now your host, Daniel Jackson. Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, I'm your host, Daniel Jackson. I always say it that way. I don't know why, I just do. Uh, Today on the show, we have Lynn Nichols. Lynn is an intuitive psychic. Hi, Lynn. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. And if the weather was better, I'd be even greater. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you would. That would be great, right? Yeah, uh, because where you are up in Canada, uh, you don't seem to have a Canadian accent or you don't say like, I haven't heard you say the word about like a boot, you know, like everyone else does. Yeah. No, I haven't said a boot and I haven't said a, but I won't say a boot, but I will probably say a at some point. I'm well, yeah. sure. Awesome. Oh. That'll be great. Yeah. At least I'll, <laughs> I'll feel like I'm a little bit towards Canada or not, but uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I trade you places in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, I, uh, Traded places sort of for myself recently. We, uh, my wife and I lived on the other side of the United States in Delaware, and we just moved out here about five months ago. And same thing like with you, as uh, we were just talking earlier, um, the bad weather. Uh, it was very humid there in the summertime. Uh, it would be 90 <laughs> degrees out with 80% humidity. And or in the wintertime, uh, you know, you, it would be down in the teens. After we left about... Uh, I think it was three or four weeks after we left, they got like 10 inches of snow and then oh, another yeah. another eight inches of snow right after that. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, thank you. Uh, and we got tired of that. We were there. I was on the East Coast for my entire life. Uh, I'm 55 now. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we came right after I turned 55. And, and then uh, and we are glad we are here because there's no humidity here. It's nice and dry. And although. Uh, Six weeks after being here, I got the flu, uh, oh. and I was in bed for three and a half weeks, and I lost thirty pounds. So, uh, whoa. yeah, whoa. So, uh, yeah, Jenny Craig doesn't have nothing on me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to eat her food. You could do two things: you could eat less and move more. But uh, there you go. All right, but uh, so uh, give my audience, tell my audience what it is that, uh, you do. And, and I know you are also, uh, you, you, uh, refer to yourself as being an intuition expert as well, but give my audience a brief description or a giant description of what you do. Sure. Thank you. I'm a psychic medium and either an intuition expert, an intuition coach, whatever you want to call it. So I I can get people in touch with the other side. I can talk to those on the other side. I can get information about people's futures. Nothing's written in stone, so I can get options. Free will. Um, Free free will, write your own story, right? (laughs) 
but I can also teach people how to do that for themselves. And it's just a normal, natural ability we have that has been uh, socialized out of us or, or whatever it is. It's just, we lose it as we get older, but it's, yeah. it's right there. Yeah, we all, we all have it. We all come into this world with it. Uh, but then the world throws its big buck, bucket of uh, sanitizer on top of us and then teaches us the ways of the world. And for a lot of people, it just goes away. For some of us, it stays. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, about listening and following through, correct? Oh, 100%. And, and trusting that because a lot of people just, you learn not to trust yourself because your parents tell you what to do. Then your teachers tell you what to do and they tell you what's right or wrong. And then social media now tells you what to do or what's right or wrong if you subscribe to that. So you learn not to trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. They, they tell you that you're, uh, we're always being constantly told in, in either right in our face or in subtle ways that we're not good enough to do anything. But I remember back in the seventies and eighties, it was always the, uh, these high fashion models and then girls were always subject to having to look like that when you don't have to look like that, but this no. is what they put out there. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like, what's a bikini body? You have a body, put it in a bikini. There, you're done. Right. You're That's done. it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, yeah. And just put it on and, and go out and fit in wherever you feel like you can fit in, and don't let anyone right. else tell you that you can't. Right. Right. Hundred percent. Yes. And uh, how long have you been, uh, or how long have you been in this professionally? And how long uh, has it been since you were aware that you? Uh, were able to do this? Well, I've been able to do it. My earliest recollection of it is around 12 or 13. Okay. My recollection, recollection. And 2005 was my, was my personal 2020. Okay. It was, it was awful. So my uncle died, my grandmother died, my friend died, and my mother died. And then I lost my job. And so it was just one of those, well, what am I going to do? And it was like, well, I've been doing, I've been able to do this, so do it. And I've, so I've been doing it as a career full time since 2005. Oh, good for you. Well, yeah. and it's keeping you, you're still able to sustain yourself, correct? But yes. And I'm booked, 2022 is booked solid. So I'm currently taking a waiting list and um, starting now, hopefully COVID lifts and doing a little few more shows than sure. I have couple years so it's I hope it gets more fun were you doing just shows on your own or were you doing like a festival circuit both both oh I don't do the um, typical psychic fairs right that you see. like I, I have a, a friend who who's um, a marketing manager and he likes to do the organizing and the planning and the ticket sales and I do not like anything to do with that right so I said just you organize it. I'll just show up. So we, right. yeah. Instead of having to do all that mess, because that's a, that's a pain in the butt to do all that stuff. You don't you don't want to have to be able to do that and do this. And by the time you get there, then you're 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 basically mentally wore out because of it. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like how many people do the laundry, but the laundry sits there and doesn't get into the drawers, right? So right. Yeah. I don't want to do the laundry. I want to actually be out there. But yeah, he does it. Or people hire me to do their their um, girls ladies nights or right. those kinds of things. The big not festivals per se, but if there's a big 
say craft show in the area and they need some, let's call it entertainment, they'll come get me. And I'm actually doing the national women's show in Toronto in May. So that's going to be exciting. That's cool. So when you do these, um, like, like, like a girl's night, is that like, uh, is that one of these things where they invite you to come to their home type of thing or, or like yeah, maybe I like a party that. or a certain amount of people? Yeah, I, I don't do homes anymore because okay. it just honestly, I'm, I'm 54. And by the time, you know, that, that kicks around, I just want to put my yoga pants on, take my bra off and have a glass of wine. Right. So, 54, huh? What kind of water are you drinking over there? Because it's working. <laughs> Thank you. Terrible Niagara water. That's, I mean, come on, that's look still, at you, 54 and I'm 55 and, you know. Holy crap, right? So, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, hair color and yeah. And I, I I actually have hair. I just shave it off because I wear I ride a motorcycle and it wears better under a helmet so I don't get all sweaty. So, that that is true. Yeah. yeah. So, the ladies' nights I do would be like if a local like a local winery wanted to put a yeah. ladies' yeah. night on, so they would sell tickets and it's usually Oh, minimum 50. Usually I'm, I'm around three to 500 people in the audience. Right. Now, when you do, just as a question for that. So when you do that, do they just give you a set amount of money to do that? Or are you getting part of the ticket sales? Or, or do, you, do you rather just walk in and say, okay, this is my money and not have to worry about that? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's different from venue to so it, it just depends on how their structure is set up. And sometimes it's um, it's a barter. It's we'll give you a, a year membership for the show or oh. something. Yeah. Really? Wow. How many year memberships to places do you have? <laughs> That'd be cool, right? I mean, oh, depending, God, on, you. <laughs> yeah, depending on the place. I mean, if you really want to go there and. But uh, but like you said, you're 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 booked a lot. I mean, how does that make you feel? I mean, it's it's got to make you feel good that they're they're booking you and you're you're booked through the year. But you know exactly where you're going to be for the rest of the year. I mean, right. is it is it tough to uh, arrange um, quiet time in between those no, things? No, no, no. It, it's great job security. That's for sure. And um, no, quiet time. That's, that's why I stopped doing those things at night so that I just have a chance to chill out and relax. And to be honest with you, when you do this kind of work, it's, it's not a drain on your energy. You're, you're constantly working in a situation where you're making people, well, not constantly, some people cry, but you're feeling good all the time. Yeah giving people insight and giving them hope and making them laugh and they, and you just feel good. So my quiet, I have my weekends, I have my evenings off and I have a day off during the week too. So there is quiet time. But even though when the, when they are um, crying because of these things, it is, is usually crying because they, they, they got some peace of mind. They got some clarity, correct? Yeah, of course. For sure. Sometimes, yeah, there's tears of joy, tears of clarity, tears of sadness, obviously, too. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting, though, as the reader in this situation is I can't get emotional about it, because if I get at all emotional, I won't get my information to come through. So I have to remain incredibly neutral about it. 
And, but I'll share that with them. I'll, I'll say, I don't, it's not that I don't feel for you. It's I can't right. take it off because then the, the information gets distorted. Right. Does spirit ever bring emotions through um, to you so you can get a point across or? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sometimes they give me the emotions that they themselves had that they were living. And I could say, right. like, oh, this guy was a real hard ass. He was really angry all the time, it, right. you know, or this person would like, I, they just make me feel how they felt. Or they were very joyful and always giggling and bubbly or like, so those will totally come through, but then they're gone. Right. So that I don't keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure uh, being a, a medium, a psychic medium yourself, you le- you've learned to block that from yourself as well. So, uh, so the fact that you don't carry around those feelings with the rest of the rest of your day. Oh, for sure. And you have to, cause you, you don't want to go out to the mall and be taking on everybody else's shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't spend too much time at the mall. I mean, I, no. I, the mall here, uh, where I live, uh, when we came here from Delaware, there was, uh, Delaware was the, the size of Delaware is uh, 131 square miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 996,000 people and and there's a beach town there so in the summertime it's almost 2 million people this place i came to now is 154 square miles there's only 44,000 people here wow what a difference yeah. holy so when you go to the mall there's nobody there awesome <laughs> yeah which is, yeah which is awesome so you don't have to pick up on all those uh negative feelings that are around you but uh within that space it is hard to be around crowds of people sometimes because if you're able to pick up on those types of feelings other than just walking around blindly like everybody else, that makes it hard for you in your life, correct? Oh, of course. So you do have to turn it off. So yeah. anytime, like for you or for the people that are listening, if they are very sensitive to other people's feelings and vibes, they have to set the intention before they go to one of those right. places that I'm not, you know, I'm any, anything that comes to me, send it right back where it came from. It's not mine. I don't want it. However, on the other hand, when I'm teaching my students to tune in, sometimes it's like, okay, go to the mall or go to the grocery store and just randomly look at people and say, what's the first five you get? And then let it go. Just let it go. If I could sing, I would sing that song, but I can't, so I won't. But yeah, so that's, it's also a good practice thing, but yeah, the mall can be, or any type of large gathering can be very overwhelming if you're sensitive to that stuff. Sure. And if, if you're, what, what you're basically trying to tell them to do is, is go out and do a trial and error type thing. So that way, when they pick up on it, then they know once you pick up on that, like if you get a pain in your leg and you get that same pain in your leg all the time, you're going to know there's something wrong in that particular part of your leg. Once you pick up on it, and you recognize it at that point, you'll go, okay, the next time I go out, if I pick up on that, I need to know, hey, first, I got to block myself. And second, I just got to try to stay away from that. Right, right. And it, it's just yeah, a matter of shutting the door. Like, would you let a nasty person come into your home? No, the door is shut. So you go out there, you're like, door is shut. So yes. for me now, after years, it's basically like flipping a light switch on or off. Yeah, I was just going to say that a light switch. Yeah. Absolutely. You're teaching them to, as soon as they walk up to a place, before they walk in, they get that feeling, then to try to put a space up, put a bubble around themselves before they walk in. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that in the mornings where I would say to myself, okay, and I would take my hands and and say to myself with my eyes closed, I'm pulling energy out of me to, to surround me, to protect me from all negative energies within me and outside of me and do that every morning. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. And, and whatever works for people works for them. So if you're putting on a coat, just imagine that the coat is a suit of armor. It's very protective. Or when you take, if you take a shower in the morning or at night, but when you take a shower, imagine that the water just coats you. Yeah. So there's nothing magical about your jacket. There's nothing magical about the shower. It's all your intention and your yeah. thoughts. Your thought, thoughts create things. Yes, so, I, I had a I had a medium friend who said uh, that she would, uh, when she would get home at night, this is when she wanted her quiet time, she would put her hat on. And that when she, when she meant that to put her hat on, that, hey, that's telling all spirit, leave me alone now. It's time for me now, you know? So teaching people to do that I would imagine you're teaching them to do it. Each person has to do it for, for the way that it works for them, correct? 100%, because some people are better at, like we talked about, feeling vibes. Some people get visuals. Some people hear things better. So it's the clairs, the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, right. the claircognizance. So it's what works best for you. Run with it. Don't struggle with trying to hear things. If you can't, that'll come. Don't worry about it. Right. So practice, practice, practice. So how does it work for you? So do you actually see spirit around you or are they just coming to you and then putting like uh, pictures or messages into your mind? Yes, it's much more like that. Because honestly, if I saw one show up here right now, I'd shit my pants. There, it's not happening. <laughs> There's no way. It's happened. Like I honestly, I still sleep with the nightlight on. I don't watch horror movies. Oh my That's goodness! Me. Yeah, well, just I don't scary. blame you with the horror movies because I tell people all the time not to mess with the horror movies because when you're doing that, you're basically invoking negative energy into yourself at that point. Mm-hmm. And your fear is attracting the lower level energies that feed on the fear, right? So yeah, watching horror movies and stuff like that, as fake as they are, you just have to say, okay, I'm, I'm stronger than anything that's coming near me. But, yeah. uh, but for myself, I've, I've found that just like us, spirits have different abilities. So if you ask me to do calculus, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to be able to do that. So if I, if I say, yeah, if I say to spirit, okay, show me what you want me to show this person, but that's not their skill. Right. I I get nothing. So I just open up and say, show me in the best way possible for you to give it, deliver it to me and for the person to understand it. Right. Do you feel that the spirit themselves or the other, any of the spirit, even though they are pure energy, do you feel some of them are at a higher energy level than others? Or just um, different? Different. Different. Um, I don't I, I only talk to dead people. I don't I don't talk to spirit guides and angels and I, I'm not good. That's not my thing. So I've found that do you? Yeah, my I don't know if I oh I didn't tell you. No. Oh, nice to meet you, Spirit Medium Daniel. How are you? Very cool. So <laughs> I did not know. I don't talk to uh, what I would consider a general spirit, although they do talk to me all the time and they, they just, and and you're going to, you're going to say the same, or you're going to agree with me. 
They just talk about anything. Anything, anything. And it's just like, it's, it's just incredible. Like, I, I just love how they talk, like just you or I would talk. However, they do leave a lot of the puzzle pieces out. Yeah, so, they, they want us to figure it out. But like they think we should. Yeah. And like, for no. example, today, and I've, I still get stuck in this trap of trying to interpret them, which I shouldn't. But even like today, I had a, late, a mom and her two grown daughters and the husband slash dad had passed away in 2017. And he came up and he, they're like, we have this cottage and we just want to know if dad's there. So we did some things. And I suddenly I saw, I don't know if you have the restaurant chain Eastside Mario's in your area. No. Okay. <laughs> so we have this restaurant. I don't know where it originated called Eastside Mario's Italian restaurant. Oh, you can eat breadsticks and salad kind oh. of deal. Okay. So, awesome. Look like Olive like, Garden. Like that. Very similar. Yeah. So shows me Eastside Mario's and I said okay I'm not going to try and interpret that and I said he's showing me Eastside Mario's and the three of them just cracked right up because their cottage that they wanted proof that he was there is on East Lake and the guy that watches their cottage cottage his name's Mario Mario yeah so he showed me Eastside Mario's and I was just like they're just hilarious because that's the that's the best way that he himself could interpret it, and he and he knew that they would pick up on that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, it was brilliantly done. They they amaze me every day, and it's just it's it's so much fun. Like it just I can't get over how much fun it is. The way I say it this way, that they still do remind me of just regular people. Like if I'm on Facebook talking to somebody, or I go through scroll through, and there's somebody on. Facebook and they put in their profile, they just say the word, ugh. And you're like, what is that supposed to mean? They don't right. tell you that, oh, I had a bad day today. Just, they want you to try to figure it out in the same way. That's what spirit wants us to do sometimes. They want us to try to figure it out, but but it's not always easy, but they do give us enough, I think, sometimes for us to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And things that don't make sense. I always so for example, these three ladies. I said, why am I seeing a lemon bunt cake? They had no idea. They had absolutely no idea. So that's one of the things that I send them away with. I said, just keep an eye out, see how this makes sense in the next few days. And sure as shit, that they're going to email me. Right. And they're going to say, oh my God. It resonated with them later. They just dropped off a bunt cake. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a festival circuit for a while. But when you try to do when you do that, you have to give them a little bit of like inclination of how things work for you. And I try to tell them, I may tell you something now, but it may not resonate with you now. You may pick up on it later, you know, because just because we would always give them my card at the end and say, here's my email address. If you pick up on it, you know, let Let me me know. know. Of course. And then if I need to get you some other information at that point, I will just let them know a little bit or something. And so in the same vein of that story, you just told me, I did a reading for a woman one time and and uh, these two people came up to my table and I said, uh, are you going to get a reading? And they said, oh, we're not sure yet. And I said, oh, I'll see you in an hour. And they came back an hour later. So uh, and uh, they sit down in front and I said, who's going to do the reading? And the lady says, oh, I will. I said, OK, let me hold your hand. Let me see who's with you. And mm-hmm. then uh, I connected with her. And then I saw she says, what did you see anything? I said, yeah, there's a horse standing next to you. And he's got a brown and white patch on him like a cow would have. And he's 
leaning next to your right shoulder and he's got his head on your shoulder tells me that you're his mommy. But the weird thing is he's got a wig on his head. I said, not like a regular horse's mane. It looked like somebody took a blonde wig and stuck it on his head. When I did that, when I said that, I opened my eyes. Her husband's sitting there thumbing through his phone. Turns around, he says, this horse here? I said, yeah, that's the horse. And I said, what's with the wig? And he said, we had an artist paint a picture of the horse, and this was his rendition of it. And we didn't like it, so we actually took the, the picture and we stuck it in the closet, but we're pretty angry about it, too. And I said, well, I mean, look at the picture, but I would be angry at that, too. He said, no, it cost us $4,000. Holy cow. And I said, yeah. And I said, well, what's with the horse coming around and putting his head on your shoulder, telling yeah. me you're its mommy? And I said, because it's showing me like it came out of a stall and comes around and puts his head on your shoulder. And she said every morning she would go out to the stall and she would open the stall. I know you're getting and you're going to get emotional now and and open the door and the horse would walk around, come about her, come up and put its head on her shoulder. Wow. And as my famous line that I like to use for everything that I do when I do a reading is. I can't make this shit up. (laughs) I say that, too. Yeah. Yeah, people just they. And at that point, I never got hugged so hard from two people my entire life. But uh, fear comes through and they give us clues. They don't want to tell us the whole thing. But I, but like in life itself, when spirit guides help us, they don't want to tell you the whole thing. They want us to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how we learn, correct? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 So so when you, uh, so I, I read some some things about you. Uh, you did some TV. You, you've done a bunch of TV shows, which is freaking awesome. So uh, uh, I've not done any TV shows. What did you do on this show called Dog Talk? Oh, we had a conversation about animals in heaven. Do animals go to heaven? Where do they go? Are they still this, that, and the other thing? And it was because all the time, animals are coming through all the time. Yeah. We had a lovely conversation. I explained that the Rainbow Bridge isn't actually, it's a, a place. It's a story. Right. <laughs> animals, animals are, I know, I know. I do that sh- shaking my head too. But you know what? If it makes people feel better, that's that's wonderful. But right. your their animals go the same place they do. But the one really neat, I, I'm sitting in my office here, which is actually very small. And I was sitting here. There's a sofa behind the laptop here and there's a door in between and we're sitting here chit-chatting and no word of a lie this killer whale an orca whale comes zipping into this room and I was like what the hell just happened now did you see that in your mind was your eyes closed so my eyes are always open okay but you're still you're still getting the picture in my mind's eye, oh, but yeah, it's almost absolutely. like, um, you know, when you do Google animals and Google animals shows the animal actually in your room. If, yeah. I don't know if you've ever done that. So that's what it looked like. And it was like, what is going on? I said, you're not going to believe me, but there's a killer whale here. And she said, well, that makes a lot of sense because I used to train whales at Marine land. And that was my favorite whale. Cause I described the, the patches and it's just so cute. And, like anything from hamsters to killer whales to camels. I've seen it all. It's awesome. 
I see them. So how you were just saying earlier, if you saw a spirit, it would you would jump out of your skin. Yeah. I see them. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, walking around the house. I have, I remember once walking into our old home in uh, Delaware. I walked. We came from dinner, came through the garage, and when I walked in, uh, there was a like a Clydesdale sized horse standing in my kitchen. Whoa! And I just I just see it like that. And, wow! Uh, but I also see both sides. So I see the other, the good side, but I also see uh, earthbound. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, like, uh, when I see those, like, like you, I could see the color of your your complexion, mm-hmm. the color of their complexion. Anyone that's over on that side is blue, uh, and it just—it's like if you ever seen somebody with a black and white tattoo, where the black ink takes up the picture, but the rest of your skin takes up the rest of the picture. Well, yeah. they are blue, but there the background is black, so it just takes up the rest of what they oh. look like. Although whenever I see them, the first time I see them, I get a quick flash of what color hair they have, what color eyes they have, everything about them. Oh, cool. And then when they're blue, I can still see their facial features and I can still tell you if they are Asian or if they are black or if they're white. But uh, yeah, I get a quick uh, picture like it. But yeah, I see I see dogs and cats. I, I see cows walking around my room. I saw a uh, so an octopus next to my bed when I went to get up out of bed one morning. So, because um, I like to keep my room black because I, I mean, I see them during the day in the light, but uh, some, but it's very faint. You know, I'll just see the eyes or right. if I focus on it. Here's the crazy thing. Like when you look at your wall behind you, what color is your wall? Right. It's white. Yeah. To you, when I look at your wall or anything else that I look at, it's white and blue i see a mist of blue in my regular vision i see energy all the time so it just never goes away like when you go out at nighttime and you look at the stars at night i don't i don't see the stars anymore it went away like three and a half years ago all i see is the the moon and a blue black sky but i just see energies everywhere so i'm able to see them all the time that's all yeah yeah pretty cool i guess but I, I miss seeing the stars, but if I want to see them, I look on TV, you know, like anybody else. Sit in front of the TV. What are some of the abilities that you picked up on very early on that now are just, I don't want to call them second nature because they're more first nature? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the way you said that. Yeah. Um, it was mostly the ability to know things without knowing how I know things. Sure. Does that freak you out? Sorry? Did it freak you out in the very beginning? I was more curious about it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And actually, the way everything all started for me when I was 12. So back when you and I were 12, The Exorcist was out, right? Remember that? (laughs) Ah, Still like to watch it, but I know it's fake. No, I will not watch it, but I remember watching it. So when I was about 12 or 13, my bed literally shook and the closet doors literally did that. And I was thinking, oh, my God, my head's going to spin around. I'm going to. So that went on for a few minutes for about three nights. And finally, I said, "Okay, this has got to stop. Like my sister would even say, can you stop that? I'm not doing anything. Right. So finally, a little boy who looked to be about maybe five years old, curly brown hair, walked up to my bed and he said, 
my daddy killed him. My daddy killed us all. And then he killed himself. Can oh, you man. help us get there? And I was like, where? He said that light there. I couldn't see it because I'm not, I'm alive. I couldn't see it. And so, and I don't remember how I did it, but he, I said, I don't know how to do this. And he helped me cross everybody over. And afterwards he came back and he said, I know you can see us. I know you have, I know you have an ability, but I want to give you a gift. And I, you know, I'm 12 in 1980 something. I'm thinking it's an Atari or a Nintendo or something. Which would be cool. Which would be awesome. Because nobody had them. Yeah. yeah, It was just the ability to do this a lot. I mean, everybody can do it, but just like a lot of things like singing or basketball or math, some people are naturally better at it than others. Right. Do I still have to practice? Yes. Do I still practice every day? Hell yeah. But I might be better than some people, but I'm not as good as other people. You have to be able to clear yourself from a lot of the garbage that's in the world. Yes. Like like fear and, and pain and anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, all that stuff. You have to be able to not be so drugged down by that because as spirit tells me uh, to get clear messages, you must have a clear mind. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And sometimes you're right. That's tough. Some days. Yeah. Not bad. So, right? Yeah. But what, what I like about what you and I do is when, when we're doing a reading, we're not in our own, I don't mean to make this sound weird, but we're not in our own head. No. Like we're, it's kind of like, I don't meditate well, but it's like a kind of meditation. So it's like I get to, my brain gets to relax and float off to wherever and get messages from whomever. So when I was going through things like when I was going through a terrible separation, doing readings you think would be extra stressful, but it was so wonderful. You get more energy from it. Yeah. Well, I've had um, uh, days when I've done readings for people that I was absolutely sick those days. But when I started doing the reading for them, I felt better. Right. And then as soon as you're done, <laughs> right, you're back to normal. But yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is actually today. I'm not feeling well today, but not that bad. But uh, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Maybe when I get done, maybe I'll go in my bathroom and throw up my guts. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of fun. Love throwing up. <laughs> so great. you. Uh, yeah. Who does? Well, you want to get rid of it. You, you had this ability already. Yes. Yep. As yep. as when I, I tell people that. We all have this ability. It's it, it's not like a more or less a gift. It's an ability, and right. it is, and it, it comes through with your soul. Mm-hmm. When you come through here, it comes through with your soul. It's just mm-hmm. some of us are woken up at different times. Right. Yeah. You were woken up basically at twelve. I was not woken up until I was fifty. And that's and that's okay. Yeah. Like I've seen spirit my entire that. life, like you. I've I but I've seen them, seen them uh, since I was like three. And uh, I just never really put two and two together, but it was just, it wasn't my time yet. That's all. Right, right. So it's just like I mean, twelve wasn't the best time to start because puberty kicks in and boys and all that stuff. So but, when when this little boy was telling you, "Hey, we want to cross over to the light," so you were actually still see, seeing or getting an image from him because uh, he was still earthbound. His family was still earthbound. Yeah. Yeah, like him, I saw outside of my head. And that's, I, I can do that. Like if somebody calls me to check, investigate a haunted house or something, I have, I can turn that on. But in general, I would rather not. Have, so, have you noticed doing something like that, that some of them, some of them 
do want to go in, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, well, I see a lot of them. I was in the hospital one time, and I saw. Um, oh. This is gonna this is gonna sound weird, but uh, heard but, it all. Uh, yeah, here here through. So this girl comes in, and uh, she's looking at me. They look at me differently. Uh, all they see with me is light. They don't like to see my face. And uh, uh, and uh, she comes in, looks at me. And then another girl came in, just kind of float in. And then they look at each other. And then one girl says, and I hear them, what do you think? And she was like, okay. And they what? start making out. And I was what? like, okay. Okay. And then this guy comes in. The two girls stop making out. One girl starts making out with a guy. The other girl's just kind of sitting there. Then another guy comes in. The two, they stop making out. The two girls go back to making out. The two guys start making out. And I said, I'm thinking to myself first, holy crap, there's one big giant spirit orgy. I'm not invited. And two, I said, hey, maybe you guys ought to get a room. And they all stopped doing what they were doing and turned around and did one of these. No. And I said, yeah. Yeah, there's a light. My name's Daniel. There's a voice coming from this light. And uh, does anybody want to cross over? And the point of it all was some of them said, one, one guy said no. And I said, oh. why not? And he said, because yeah. we don't have any rules here. We can do whatever we want. Oh. Oh. And he said, but we also have friends here as well. And I said, yeah. what do you mean you don't have any rules here? Mm. And he said, if I want to come into your realm and antagonize somebody, I'm allowed. Come on. And I was like, he said, we're not allowed to do that the other place. I said, yeah, I know you're you, because the other place, you, it's all about love and joy and stuff like that. He said, right. yeah, not here. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, I don't see. And I said to him jokingly, because I know I don't see anybody being tortured there or stuff like that. He goes, yeah, that's not. Me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I said. All right, well, if you guys don't want to cross over, have a great day. They all just turned around and went the other way. And I you had like a full conversation with these people. Wow. Every day. That's incredible. Yeah, I, was, wow. I, was, I remember one time. But they, like we said, they say weird things. I had a guy who was in yeah. meditation one time. Oh, two words for you for meditation. Binaural beats. I've heard of that. I play binaural beats. And I'm okay. going to tell you, as soon as I turn it on, I'm in that fast. Wow. Because I put the uh, put it on my phone on my and with my little Bluetooth speaker, and I'll stick it in the corner of the room. So that way, it'll engulf the whole entire room, and it'll circle in the room, and then you get engulfed in it, and then in. And so look it up. Because we are vibrations, it's vibrations. Mm -hmm. It's connecting mm -hmm. with us. And yeah, worked for me. But, you know. Some people will say, oh, how about uh, how about doing a, a guided meditation? And I tell them, I'm 55. Can't picture myself climbing up a tree. Just ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know? so, uh, so, yeah, I, I, use, I use that. But uh, this guy came in one time, and in my third eye, he comes running towards me. And I see him, and he runs up, and he says, hey, are you Irish? What? And I went, what? And then I watched him run past me. And in my third eye, I turned around, even though I'm facing this way. I right. said, yes, I'm Irish. And he said, great, thanks. See you. And just kept on going. Do you know why he asked that? No, I don't. Oh, wow. 
I did have two guys once before uh, I was laying in bed and I saw them above me. And one guy said, hey, he saw the light and said, hey, I think I'm going to go in. And the other guy said, I can't. And I was and I was like, oh, and uh, and he said and the guy said, no, why not? You ready for this? Because he said, because I murdered two people. Whoa. And then the other guy said, well, I'm going in. And then they jumped in, big flash of light wow. went off. And then uh, I said, hey, buddy. And he looks for me and he's like, I said, yeah, I can see you. And now that you know that I can see you, you can see me. You can go in anytime you want to. You can, wow. you just have to want to go. All you have to do, there's no asking for forgiveness or any of that stuff. You just have to want to go. And he said, he said, I just don't feel right about it. I said, all right, well, when you do, just let me know again. And uh, he said, see you later. And just gone. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Craziness, right? Crazy. That's cool. Right. That's cool. But you but you also had, you know, with a whale just just comes in out of nowhere, right? I mean yeah. Yeah. but it, but to us it's nowhere, but is it really nowhere? Oh, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And and you know it's everywhere. I mean, because because I, I tell people that all the time. Spirit is everywhere. You just mm-hmm. Heaven's not 3,000 miles in the sky. It's right next to us. You just have to. That's right. They, they're still, a lot of people are still under the impression that heaven's up there in the clouds. And I, and I always say to them, no, it's like, if, you know, if you have a table fan on and if it's, if it's off, you see the blades. So that's yeah. you and I. I see you and you see me. We see the blades. Now, if we, because we vibrate a lot lower than spirit, as you know. Yeah. Well, we're stuck to this meat suit. That's why. Yeah. Mm. Mm. some of us are, yeah got a little meatier than others over the pandemic yeah i like meat yeah that's what works for me so you turn the fan on and those blades are spinning right. you're still in the exact same place but you can't see them so that's how i explain it to people right just like you could see that the lower vibration but when the vibration starts spinning you can't see them so they're right there they're not up there but it's just habit to go okay mom like i still right. do it mom Show me something. Because we've been taught that. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Because we've been taught a lot of things in this world that just aren't true. Mm-hmm. But because if we were taught the truth, then we would realize at that moment that we don't re- really need to re- rely on everyone else for everything in our, in our, that we need to. Right. right. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people, uh, heaven is like a glass wall. And if you, some of us are able to see through it and see it, but not everyone can. But if you could, you would be banging on that wall trying to get the attention of your loved ones. And I say, what would you not be doing at that point? Living your life. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all here to live our own lives as well, correct? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And see, you know, it's like one of those choose your adventure books we had when we were kids. It's like you get to the end of the chapter. What are you going to do next? This, this or this? Right. So- all about choice and when you make this choice these options open up but if you make this choice these options open up so you listen to your gut you listen to your intuition what feels right for you not what mom wants you to do or your kids right. want you what feels right for you yes because perception is different my mom would say why can't you be like your brother because i don't perceive the world like my brother that's why no, not i am not my brother 
yeah, I'm not him. I'm not going to do the same thing. And besides, he's right-handed. I'm left-handed. And I'm one of the gifted people. Whatever. Not really. Do you also, I'm going to, this is going to make sense to you, but when you would do a reading for someone, you're giving them the clarity that they need. You're giving them some peace of mind. But do you also feel at some t- some times in particular readings that you do that you are giving them, you are almost more on the lines of, of a therapist as well? Yes. Yes. Some people, the, you know what? common sense isn't very common. That's the phrase, right? Yes. So a lot of times people, and not that I know everything and not that I have, you know, common sense about everything, but some people just need to hear, well, that's just stupid. Why are you doing that? <laughs> right. And I'm not, when people come to see me there, it, it, this is just my office. There's no, there's nothing fancy about it. It's just like just sitting down and chatting with your best middle-aged medium friend. Yeah. Right. So, and we might talk about menopause or whatever comes up, but it's, I'll sit here and I'm not pure and angelic. I'll be like, well, that guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So what are you doing with him? Right. And well, you know, so sometimes it's just, I mean, 99.9% of my clients are women. So sometimes it's just girl talk. Yeah. Yeah. Same and, thing. Yeah. My, I, my wife has learned not to get jealous over things because, but, right. but at the same time, uh, maybe you'll agree that uh, when you're having this reading with someone, it does become a very intimate uh, uh, yeah. connection here. So things are going to be said that they won't tell anyone else because they don't feel oh. comfortable. And we, oh, as sure. we, as what we do, make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I would say it's like Vegas, nothing leaves the room. And, and besides, as soon as you leave, I will probably forget because it's not yes. in my brain long enough for me to hold on to it. So I compare it to when you wake up, you know how when you wake up from a dream and you remember it, but as soon as you start moving, you've forgotten the dream. That's what yes. the reading feel like to me. Yes. Do you tell them to, uh, before they come to the reading, I always, I like to tell them to uh, either bring something to record it with or write down. Everybody has their phone now. Yeah. So I always say you can record with your phone and I always have a pad of paper there. Or if you want to write down, that's fine too. Um, yeah, I don't mind at all. I say, I just don't want to listen to my own voice. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know I, it helps them in a way, I guess, like uh, like back in the day when we had VHS tapes, if you missed a yeah. part, you could just rewind it, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and they do, you get so engrossed in the conversation or so emotional that like as a being read, you'll forget what I've said or what's come through. So if they have that to refer back to, it's perfect. But I do tell them if you record it, when you go home, write it out so you could organize it, health, career, love. That way it's so much easier to find something on paper than in a recording. Right, right. Like uh, like when people have some uh, very uh, vivid dreams, I tell them to write them out as well. And and it may you may see someone who has passed away in your dream and told you something, write it down because eventually if they keep coming back, it's going to mean something. Yeah, I had this lady once who... And this was years ago. And on her pad of paper at the reading, she wrote down the name Scott. She didn't know a Scott. She wrote down, holy shit. I said, write down this, Scott, holy shit. And then St. Louis. And she's like, why? And I said, I have no idea why. So maybe five or six years later, she found the notes again when she was moving. 
And she looks at them and she said, Scott, Scott, Scott's her new son-in-law. Oh, wow. And she, but Scott, she went, holy shit. And she went, oh, that's holy yeah. shit. Right. And he was from St. Louis. So it was just the fun. I had no, that's one of those things. Like, well, I don't know why I'm telling you to write this down, but write it down. Is everything as clear as that? No, no. And you know that. But Because spirit brings us messages in their time, not in ours. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And since time doesn't exist over there, it can get all boggled up. Do you find that within readings when you do for people that they want answers and they want things to happen now instead of when it's oh. supposed to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, the universe is never in a hurry, but it's always on time. So don't you worry. Just be patient. But they, they do want answers now. And sometimes they're like, I need to know what job. I need to know what to do. And I'm not getting anything. So it's up to you to make the choice. Do you ever have, and I'm going to give you a for instance after I ask this question, but, and the reason why, do you ever have anyone who tries to ask you a question, but the question is a manipulative question so they can get the truth that they want and not the actual truth? I, yeah, that's happened. I can't give you a particular incident, but yes, that, that has happened. It's almost like they're asking a leading question. Yes. And That's what I, exactly what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like the emotional thing. You have to detach from the emotions and you have to detach from the way they're presenting the question. You right. and I have to detach from their body language. I barely look at people. You say you close your eyes. So yeah. I just, I look around because a lot of times I'm seeing whatever, like charts and pictures floating around. I don't want I don't want to pick up on their body language. I'm human. I'm going to pick up on it. It's just what we do. I don't want to pick up on their tone of voice. So I right. try hard to know. But yes, of course, of course, people do that. They want, they just want this to happen so bad. Yes. And if I yeah. could just agree with them, that would be awesome. But I like, if you, you can't see me, you're, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're not, I'm not going to make shit up just so you walk away, away feeling all airy fairy. Right. So it's like, no, no. Yeah. I, I try to tell them you may not get the reading you want, but you will get the reading you need. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yep. Uh, write that down. You can use it. So, <laughs> so the reason I brought you that question is, and I had to take my glasses off for this is so uh, of course you're freaked out by seeing spirit that, that would freak anyone out. Uh, but also um, they touch me. And so I get touched for answers, okay? I get touched across my forehead and on my forehead for yes answers. Uh, and uh, oh. so, like I said, I don't uh, particularly uh, talk to a general spirit. Uh, so I talk to archangels. Um, they're not oh. men with wings. They don't have wings. They don't have a shield and sword. And they're right. not fighting a battle yes. in heaven. Because so, <laughs> as we were told, you know, hey, all the demons and devils are in hell. Well, then why would they be fighting a, a battle in heaven if they're all in hell? Because mm -hmm. they're not, and they're just not anyway. And there's no demons and devils. They're just negative energies. Thank so, you. Uh, so they uh, they touch me for answers, and it feels like blood dripping across my face, and it just goes right across real quick. Oh. And um, when it first started, I had two, because this I had two of them, one named Helen and one named Manos. I was in a group, and someone told me that Manos in Greek means uh, uh, God is with us, and Helen is uh, the light of God. Oh. That was then, okay? Now yeah. I'm, I know the other names now. 
Now I'm up to like 28. Oh. Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Amenadeo, Azrael, Mezeki, Michael, Paul, Jacob, Daniel, Laziel, Ezekiel, Richard, John, Nicholas, Ansel. Uh, yeah, list goes on. So, um, and I know exactly who's touching me when. But I did a reading one time for a lady, okay? Two, two women, this couple. I've done a reading for one before, but she wanted her partner to get a reading too. And uh, as you were just saying, you can't make shit up so, and you have to tell the truth, right? Which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And this lady... So I get those answers for yes. But when I get a no, when someone asks me a question and I get a no for something, it feels like a tear running down my side of my face. Oh. So she started asking me manipulative questions. Oh, geez. And the first thing I always ask them is, is this person telling me the truth? Even though she's telling me a question. And oh, when that's I, good. When I said that, they said no. And I said hmm. I said, she's manipulating the question to uh, get a, her own truth. And they said, yes. And I said, okay. So then so that's when I said, okay, we have to stop the reading. And because you have to ask me truthful questions, because you're asking other questions to get your own truth. And um, and she's like, how the hell did you know that? And I said, well, because you're talking to the fucking me. Yeah. 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 So, and I said, uh, so ask me some truthful questions and, and stop trying to manip- manipulate me. And her girlfriend says to me, uh, yeah, she does that to me all the time. And I said, oh. I said, the reason she's doing it to you is because she wants to have power of control over you. She doesn't actually want your, your, you to be happy or anything. She just wants to tell you what to do all day long. Wow. And her, and her girlfriend looked at me like, I said, and you know, I'm exactly right. That's why you're looking at me nasty. And then I looked back at her girlfriend and said, here's a sign from spirit. So, wow. yeah. And then, uh, but then after she started asking me truthful questions, it was funny. She, uh, I gave her the answers and she started, she went like this. <laughs> and I said, are you humming? She said, yeah, I am. And I was like, oh, you're humming because you don't like the truth and you don't want me to give you the truth. Wow. You got she, balls. Yeah. Her girlfriend, said, her girlfriend said she hums to me all the time. I said, yeah, because she doesn't want to listen to what you say. It's like the when you were kids going la 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 la. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she yeah. just did it. Yeah. And I said, "There's your sign number two. Get out of this relationship because she doesn't care about you." So, uh, and then I stood up and said, "Here's your money back. Have a great day." Because if you're not going to listen to me, why am I here? Good for you. I've done that too. If like, yeah. you know what, you don't want to be here. Right. Leave. And why are you here? Right. Yeah. Trying just trying to make someone else happy. You know, if we I think we did a little bit less of that. Life wouldn't be so bad, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look at that. Look at that look on your face. You're like, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So what is I wrote some other stuff down. Um yeah. uh C H Hamilton. What is that? Is that another TV show you did? Yeah, that's a that's a local news variety type show in Hamilton, Ontario, which is the biggest city closest to us before Toronto. And this place, like I've only started going on there since COVID started. So it's always been via video. Sure. So the, oh gee, I think it's been three times. And every time I've gone on, the first time the sound went out, the second time their system crashed, the third time they lost everything. I'm, I give up. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I talked about National Paranormal Day. I talked about Ouija boards and the paranormal in general. Do you think that the reason those things happen 
is because of the energy that you brought in there, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering, I, I've asked myself that too. And, you know, I'm not the one that goes under a stop, you know, a, a street light and it turns off. And I don't think I have anything to do with that. So that's not it. I'm just wondering if the message might be, go go to another TV show. <laughs> Try Maybe, something. Right, for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have I have problems with computers all the time. I, oh, yeah. my, my wife and I had the same phone. My phone does all kinds of wacky shit. Hers does nothing. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that was just uh, spirits, either spirits way of telling the TV place to uh, stop being in business or you to yeah. go on and do something else. Yeah. It's funny you say that because they just switched buildings about a month ago. <laughs> so really? Yeah, that's kind of and, cute. And how's things going since they switched buildings? Oh no, not great. I don't think. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't been on the show since then because we've been in Arizona, so I haven't. I haven't seen it. But um, what part of Arizona did you go to? Well, we stayed in a little. That's not little anymore. Queen Creek, which is just yeah. south southeast of Phoenix. Yes, absolutely. Then, yeah, it's a great yeah. little town. We were, that was our home base. We have a friend there and we would just go out and meet our friends and go for razor rides and go to the, you know, I was going to say the beach, but there's no beach. So <laughs> did you get to see any of the unusual wildlife here, like javelinas or anything? Like yes. That? Yes. Yeah. Cool look at little pigs, but I hear, I saw some when we first got here, a couple of them right across the street and I took a picture and then showed my wife. I said, look at these. And she's like, oh my God. And as I was doing that, a three-legged coyote ran down our street right past it. Oh, my goodness. I ran over there and said, here, boy. My wife's like, what are you doing? What are you nuts or something? I'm like, he's only got three legs. I can get away. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been able to get to – we didn't have time to get to Sedona, which would have been interesting to right. go to. Um, but there's, uh, th there's a lot of stuff, like speaking of Sedona, you know, I'm not meditating, and I'm not like that – kind of psychic it's just sure it just like, happens I just, I just listen like, yeah i just listen and see weird shit in my head so no <laughs> i don't tell you who doesn't have some weird shit in their head but uh yeah. yeah absolutely i i try to meditate i did last night but i don't do it very often but i i do encourage it for other people of who course. want to try to yes. uh communicate or get in touch with them with the uh, spirit themselves and i don't like to say it this way but it is for, for you, it's just easier for you and I. This was Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. For more information about Lynn, visit her at www.lynnnichols.com. L-Y-N-N-N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S.com. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.